0: That bottom six, huh? Was it who you we expected? We expected? Welcome back to a brand new episode of My Bottom Paper, proudly brought to you by Justy. I am your host Orla Condon, and joining me tonight is makeup artist and content creator Gracie O'Connell. She might be watching the show for the first time, but she has a lot to say. So let's get stuck in. I thought they would leave us hanging I didn't think we'd get those bottom three but we got it so I'm very glad that we have a very good episode to discuss tonight and I'm very glad to be joined by makeup artist content creator first time Love Island viewer but very much Twitter critic which I
1: appreciate Gracie O'Connell welcome to the podcast Orly, you forgot to say gobby bitch as well. <laughs> right. Other than that, it was perfect. Oh my God, my head won't fit through the door. Stunning. <laughs> this show gives us all permission to be gobby bitches and that's why I just
0: adore it so much. So much. Yeah, fact. So good. You are a first time viewer of Love Island and which surprised me because I reached out to you before the show came back because I was like, she's surely a fan. I listened to you on Housewives and Me and I was like, we need to get this like top qual action on my bottom paper. And you were like, no, I've not watched it.
1: Don't know if I'll dip in. And now that you yeah. have, what it's, what are the it's, thoughts? It's funny, though. I would like to state that I know I am a bit of a Love Island bandwagoner. But I actually used to watch Celebrity Love Island, like, back in the day. I was way too young to be growing oh. up that kind of reality. But girl... It was what you did (laughs) like so I I I understood the premise and like I used to love it back then with like Callum Best and stuff but I never really got into it and and sometimes it do take a panorama Mm. or you know a panini bread to to watch Love Island um and it's interesting because even though I haven't watched previous seasons Like I work in an office, Mm -hmm. like I hear, you know, pre-COVID, like I hear people talking, I see the memes. I know who Moore Higgins is. I'm doing with the kids kind of. Um, But it's funny because even though I'm only watching it now and I don't have other seasons to go off, I can still kind of tell that like, it's maybe a little bit stale. It's maybe a little bit... Like, people are like, oh, you shouldn't have started with this season. This isn't the third season. <laughs> um, but look, I'm grateful to have it to watch. Yeah. And to annoy my boyfriend, that uh, he can leave the room when it's on. So, you know, it's it's fine. Um, but I am enjoying it. Yeah. Even though... Is it the most exciting thing? No. Am I gooped and gagged after every episode? Also no. But... I mean, tonight was a good episode.
0: Tonight was a good episode. And I I think that's the problem with this series is we've had like the first two weeks were like pretty shit. Like they were pretty fucking slow going. And I was like, (laughs) ITV, I gotta be here every night talking about this. So let's please pick up the pace. We picked up the pace. Yeah. Give me something to discuss. Teddy definitely brought that spice. I thought we had a good shake up last week. And then we Mm. just hit this like weird turbulence this week where we had some like, real toxicity like real possessive energy and just like
1: like it went from zero to 100
0: yeah like i mean i i I prayed for chaos like i absolutely did but i just don't know was this the type i was looking like it was it was a weird couple of episodes
1: yeah i think it's kind of dark as well with danny when you know a little bit more about him on the outside world and it's like you know that jay-z meme where he's like having a good time (laughs) but then he's like Oh God, should I be having a good time? I don't know. Yeah. It's it's a yeah, it's a bit uncomfortable. I would say it's uncomfortable chaos. Yeah. Um, but I I'm really keen to see where it's gonna go. Yeah. I think tonight was definitely they couldn't have gone in straight away with the with the bottom six or the the bottom three girls, the bottom three guys, which we'll talk about obviously later, but um yeah, it's interesting. Yeah,
0: I'm I'm glad they gave us that much because that was what I wanted. I just wanted to know the bottom threes and then leave the rest to mm-hmm. tomorrow night because that will be a juicy a juicy decision making process. It's always fun to watch the couples make that decision. But we'll pick up right at the start, which was a fucking long night for the Islanders. Because and, and you mightn't be aware of this, but one of the things I love about the show is like that the producers will just keep them up as late as they need to to like get their story in for the day. It's so like like a
1: hyper toddler. Like, oh. you are.
0: These fuckers were going to bed at like 4 30 a.m., like absolutely yeah. shattered. Toby, like bleeding from the eyes, like just struggling to function. We pick anything to get the I age. mean, I appreciate it. Like, Brock is needed in the morning, I feel. But Toby and Kaz are picking up after the fallout from Snog Mary Pie yesterday, which just bruised Toby's ego like beyond belief. Um,. And he's going to Kaz and Kaz is sat with Liberty and Faye. Faye quickly leaves. Lib stays for a little while, but eventually leaves. But he brings up the pie and kind of questioning like, why did you... And he's like struggling to get it out. And Kaz is like, if you're fucking going to come to me, come to
1: me and say it like properly. Shit or get off the toilet. Toby, (sighs) shit or get off the toilet. He says he walked into the lion's den. He ran head first oh with God. no with n- no shield no armor no. he just ran in rolled himself in a bit of meat and said what's happening like someone put 50p in him mm. and then he just slowly deteriorated yeah. like a lead balloon it was I mean it was it was brave <laughs> I don't know I don't Wouldn't know if it, it was brave I don't know if brave been, would it have been my approach um no I I was actually really shocked that he even that this was was even being brought up really yeah um because it just seemed so childish did I get that (laughs) reference right (laughs) but it it seemed just like there was no need to confront it Mm. It, like it was just digging up stuff from the past he also wasn't getting it like when Kaz was like this is why I'm annoyed he's like yeah I don't understand (laughs) like I don't understand and he's like oh, uh, yeah, I did go for dinner with my ex, but like, was I supposed to starve? Like, it was very bad energy. Like, you don't understand no. why people are annoyed at you. And the guys um, very much put the ownership of all of these
0: situations on the women. Like, we saw this, this similar mm-hmm. thing with the fake comment a couple of weeks ago with Sharon and Faye and Aaron made a comment of like, we're not sending him out there to the wolves. And this attitude of like, yeah. we have done nothing to contribute to this mood. And Toby again tonight, like, you know, questioning her, like, I just don't understand. You now need to explain my bad behavior to me because I don't see it.
1: It's not on has to do that. Like, it's not her responsibility. No, it's, so, it's absolutely not. And him saying like, you know, oh, I don't know how to deal with my emotions. Okay, but like, she's not your therapist. <laughs> She's not even in your couple anymore. No. So like, why? Like you did this for who? Yeah. And it was funny because I kind of got the impression that like, he wanted her to react. Like he wanted her so badly to like flip a table to like, to absolutely explode. And she wasn't giving it to him. Mm. And I was mm. living for it. She was so controlled, so articulate, so calm, so, um, Kaz is like a super class act, oh, right? Come and here. I just yeah. Toby is like, did anybody check the guy's passport, Alan Adine Coyle, before he went on the show? Because yeah, and the look, emotional, he
0: does admit to and it Alan- a few times. Like he does say, like I've no experience and I don't know what I'm doing. But the problem is, is, that he admits that to the wrong people. Like he's saying it to Lib and he's saying it to Aaron. He doesn't oh, say really? it directly to Kaz. Now I do think. He feels quite intimidated by Kaz, and like fucking don't blame her. Like she is a very intimidating personality because totally. she is. Yeah, she is very yeah. definitive in her stance. She doesn't mind that it might upset him that that's how she feels, um. But she's sure. the main hook of her argument is that that lie that she said that he told her. The night before, when him and Chloe shared their first kiss, that she asked him in the bed before they went to sleep when they were still a couple, like, are we okay? Is everything okay? Like, where are we? And he said everything was fine. And it wasn't until the next day that he told her about the kiss. So to Kaz, that was the main thing. Like, that was the straw that broke the camel's back. And she was like, look, you were a little disrespectful. That was, it doesn't have to be a problem. We've gone past it. Like, I'm happy for where you are, but you just need to recognize. And this guy is just, like, shook at, like... The, the fucking <laughs> speculation that he is less than like grade a man yeah. just perfect
1: yeah 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 and it, it nearly took teddy to be like so she feels <laughs> like you may be emotionally cheated on her and he's like oh yeah it's like when every irish woman is like oh but blind boy says it so then every <laughs> man takes no. like it's the it's the blind boy complex yeah it's just if it's, it's one thing men have It is the odd (laughs) ass. I mean, look, it's only thing they have. We have seen ample
0: amounts of it this season. Like this, and this (laughs) is this is not the first time Toby has had one of these conversations. I mean, when he ended up in the bottom two or three last week, he had to go to Kaz to get reassurance that he was actually a good guy, and like Kaz just didn't want to have to be like, "Look, you were an asshole," and like I didn't fucking appreciate how you treated me. But like, we're kind of past it. The moment has passed. Like I don't need anything from you. I'm happy for you and Chloe. Blah blah blah. Like all this kind of stuff. Yeah. But this and where was Chloe? Sorry, where was Chloe? Uh, where I would be <laughs> sat by the fire pit, just watching it. Like, oh my god, what the fuck is happening? Listening. Yeah, in. yeah, yeah. Like, like listening for the echoes yeah, off certain walls so that I get the perfect shot of this. But Kaz is definitely pissed. Like I've not, we've not seen her kind of walk away in a frustration like this before. She grabs yeah. Faye and they head up to the terrace. And she fills Faye in saying that, like, you know, he feels like he wasn't disrespectful. He has no regret. Um, she's just saying, like, he can just apologize for having bad behavior. He gave her no apology. There was no remorse. Faye is shocked. She's, like, questioning the fact that he doesn't regret how he handled it. Um, and this is probably the first time we've seen Kaz really emotional. She starts to well up and she's talking about, like, that her feelings are hurt and it was really rude. And that she's just, uh, I have never said a word and I have let them be them. And I was like, that is so cast to a T. She's like, I didn't. And it's so true. Yeah, she hasn't. She has, she never had a complaint when Chloe was like screaming my face. She was like, I don't need to do that. You've upset me, Mm -hmm. but like, it is what it is. Like, utter class act. Just totally. 100%. 100%. Toby is chatting with Hugo, Jake and Teddy. And this is the, the conversation where Teddy is like, A plus B equals, like, he's breaking it
1: down. And to- <laughs> he's like, he gives me Will Smith Hitch yeah. <laughs> energy. I kind of love it. But, but he did. He really had to, like, dumb it down yeah. for Toby. This is why you're kind of a shit person in this scenario. I know. And, like, Toby is convinced that he is in the right because he's like, I always knew that she had stuff on her chest. And I told her.
0: She's got to tell me what's going on. She's got, and again, putting all of the onus back on Kaz that I gave her every opportunity to vent. Maybe she just didn't want it. Like maybe she just didn't want to discuss it any further with you. But you saying to her, to her face, that you did nothing wrong was the moment she was like, no, okay, we're going to talk about it. It was just a fucking weird, weird brain fart from him, I think.
1: Yeah, 100%. I say
0: brain fart, but also it seems very much in his character. So I feel like it's more
1: deeply ingrained. Are we really that surprised? Like all we've heard from, and it's not even from other people or from what we're watching. He is actively saying, I don't know how to treat women. I don't know how to deal mm-hmm. with my emotions. I've never been with women. Like I don't do, I don't have relationships. I'm, what is he? 20, 21? 21. 21. Like, I mean, he's 21. He's not 10. Yeah. Like, Or is he? There's kids. <laughs> like, Or is he? Yeah, this is the thing. But like, it just shows that like a man can see a woman that he's previously been with thriving okay fair enough she's not in a in a romantic couple but like kaz is doing so well in that villa yeah. like she is living her best life throwing herself into the challenges the style every oh. night she gives to you she's serving every look Divine. and he sees her doing well he probably knows as well that she's a fan favorite and a viewer favorite and it just shows that he like men will never leave women alone. They will never leave them at peace. They will be like, "Let me come crawling back to you, yeah. and remind you of of what we were." And but it wasn't my fault, yeah. And I don't really understand why you're upset, but I'm gonna drag this shit up again. Yeah, it's
0: wild. And I think we're gonna have a repeat of this as well, based on tonight's vote, like which we'll get to in a while. But seeing Toby and yeah. Chloe there again, I would imagine. Is just gonna like further emphasize like Toby's paranoia. Um, like, it's it like the, everyone's a bit upset, and then things start to spark a little. Faye and Liberty, Faye and Liberty, AJ are all by the fire pit having a chat, and they're filling AJ in on what happened. Liberty is like, I'm raging for Kaz. I'm okay, but she's my mate. Like, I'm raging for her. I adore you, Liberty. You're just perfect. Faye is saying that like Toby's just being a pussy. Like, he's saying he had no regrets, blah, blah, blah. And obviously the boys can hear it because, you know, they're in the same gaff. Um, Toby is like, say it to my face. Stop talking across the villa. And then they're kind of shouting across the villa. And like, it kind of simmers down. And then Faye's like, it's taking you a week to have that conversation. And then Teddy steps in and he's like, all right, you don't need to shout across the villa. And I agree with him. And I think he was in some ways right to intervene to like, just bring it back down because it was turning into an argument that didn't need to exist. But also as a person who very much identifies with Faye, that would fucking send me into a blind rage. (laughs) Like to say, I would be like (laughs) Teresa Giudice flipping tables, ripping weaves. I would be like, I cannot, do not
1: tell me to sit down and shut up. Oh, I wouldn't be able, would not be able. Um, You can't tell a woman like Faye to calm down. And I know because I have been in this situation so many times that my boyfriend on a night out where Connor is like, grace, please. Calm down. It doesn't need to be like this. And I'm like, yes, it does. (laughs) And suddenly, like, someone's being called every name under the sun from across the dance floor. Like, it happens. Um, I do kind of think Teddy was in the right, and his heart Mm. was in the right place. Like, this is going to get really messy with people that don't need to be involved or maybe don't need to be involved at this high of an audible level across the garden. Um, like what's gonna happen? Neighbors' complaints. Like, what? I've the neighbors. Maybe. Um, yeah, possibly. But um, I, I did kind of feel like you know, uh, Teddy seems to be this like sage, wise, mm. you know passive man that like you know he's like the gandhi maybe not the best reference historically knowing what i know about gandhi but like you know he's he's very calm (laughs) cool collected and he kind of seems to want to want everyone to get along Mm -hmm. um so i think his heart was in the right place i can't say that i would have been so chill with being told to calm down in that moment knowing me but um faye seemed to kind of understand it as well yeah when when they like, it was it was chill, yeah, yeah I, I I agree, I think Teddy meant it well, and I think he wasn't
0: aggressive in the way he said it. I think he just needed to be kind of no. firm with them both to like just stop at this yeah. mess because this isn't necessary.
1: Toby tries mm-hmm. to
0: grab Casper t- or Ka for a chat,
1: <laughs> and she's like, no, 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 that's all, no, my name is no, my sign is no, my number is no, I'm honestly I'm, taking this into my real life, like just no. I'm- I want to play it on a loop mm-hmm. at my funeral just has saying no, <laughs> no, no. When someone, when your boss comes at you with like 10 million things to do in your emails on Monday morning, yeah. and you're just like, no.
0: Or like someone comes up to you like 20 minutes before close of business and like, do you have a say? And no, I don't. I no. don't. Cause I'm already planning what I'm doing after this. So no, I'm done. it was. It was- perfection i just adore her she's an icon she's a legend and she is the moment she is like no she is and like if this fucking mystery man who we only saw the arse of at the end of the show if he is not like a purpose-built model for kaz then what is
1: the point what is the point i I am vibrating with excitement just to see if if he's for kaz i need kaz to get like a grow your own boyfriend kit Mm. we can just give her one of those in the villa make her perfect man, sugar, spice, all things nice, like a Powerpuff girl, yeah. and design her perfect fella. It's a bold move and a bold statement to make at half ten at night, but I am going to say that I might end the series willing to take a bullet from that <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: <laughs> I feel like we're having, you might have seen this clip just on the memes and stuff, but I feel like we're having that like Mora Anna, is it Molly May moment where, is it Amber going in to meet Greg where they're all outside the hideaway and they're like, I pray that he's kind and nice and funny. And then more, I was like, and it has a big willy. And it's like the girl's just like manifesting this perfect man for Amber. And I'm like, that is where we are with Kaz. Like all of us need to do it mentally together. Just Mm -hmm. manifest good shit for this girl because she is, she's a good one. Toby, after that (laughs) shutdown, is heading over to Jake and Liv who are his kind of mom and dad in the villa. Even if Jake is not the most ideal role model. Um, But he's pulling Liberty for a chat. And look, my this bothers me because Toby doesn't my reading of this is Toby doesn't have the backbone to take the hit from Kaz and take the beating from Kaz that he deserves for the way he acted. And he doesn't believe he deserves it. So he can't handle that. But what he's doing now is going around to the other people who he feels like he could potentially strong arm into getting back on side to lessen Kaz's power over the narrative. And this bothers yes. me because it's, it's taking away her right to be the victim here. And we've seen this happen so many times this series. And while it might be petty and it might not be a big deal to her, it is. And don't try and go around to all her mates and like tell them your side of things when
1: you've not cleared the air with her. It's just like stressful. Yeah, it's it's a sneaky way of of doing things, I think. Yeah, and it's also a way to stroke his own ego because he knows that. Um, for me, the two people that stand out that he did that with were Aaron and Liberty, and he knows that they're gonna say, "Oh, like I don't have a problem with you, like you hurt Kaz, but like we'll we'll find a way to get around it." And it's like, hang on, you don't speak for Kaz, hmm. and you don't get to, you know, take the scenic route through her friends to try and mosey your way back in and and be the good guy again. And I do agree it minimizes and it takes away from how she is is allowed to feel after what he did. So it's, yeah, it's uncomfortable to watch, to be honest.
0: Now, I do think one thing that was good about this conversation was I think in a less intense atmosphere and with someone like Liberty who is willing to kind of listen, maybe somewhat as an impartial viewer, kind of, I think it allowed Toby to admit like (laughs) every two minutes she's like Kaz is my girl Kaz is my girl like like, I want you dead but I'll listen to you like it's as good as he's gonna get from these girls when they've upset Kaz and like I understand but I think it gave him the space yeah and I think but I think it gave him the space to be like actually yeah maybe I did that's actually all now clicking into place and I think he was genuinely then somewhat understanding I don't think he I don't think he fully agreed that he lied about kissing Chloe. I don't think he would class that as a lie, but I think he did understand that maybe his perception of what happened was not Kaz's perception, and then he caused her hurt, and that wasn't right. I don't think he fully got the, like, cogs and wheels of it, but I think he got more than he previously did when he was chatting to Kaz. He understood, but did
1: he care? Does he... (laughs) That is the question because it's all very well and good of him saying oh I understand Mm. and like you know him saying oh it's a disrespect thing like I get it I lied or I was I was dishonest maybe I didn't tell the full truth but I definitely you know I didn't lie but I wasn't totally transparent but like does he care because Mm. the thing that he said repeatedly was well it got me to where I am with Chloe now and to him in that moment that's all that really mattered Mm. and that's kind of still disappointing to see it's like you guys actually started off on like a really good foot fair enough there wasn't like this instant want to tear your clothes off kind of attraction between Kaz and Toby but like they had a really good like their conversations were really good and Kaz seemed to want to kind of teach him a lot about women and relationships and and growth like which you know we didn't get (laughs) we Hmm? didn't get there but she tried we didn't get she tried she really tried and like a for effort but like it is a kick in the teeth to see him be like, oh, well, I didn't think that I'd get with Chloe unless I did this. And it's like, you can tell him so many times and he'll say, oh yeah, okay, I got it. And maybe he does get it, but does he really give a shit? Yeah. I think no. he cared more about the fact that he
0: was on the outs with the girls than why he was on the outs with the girls.
1: I mean, he cared more about the fact that he was this was being televised on TV to people. <laughs> a, He's boat like, there's a vote,
0: guys, come on.
1: Yeah, yeah, I see the cogs turning in his head every time he fucks up and he's like oh shit I'm actually like the tv brain yeah light switches on like he's in the um, beach house so- being like I've learned so
0: much in the villa you know it's a shame that my mistakes are making like- her hurt like it hurts me that Kaz is upset like this your, her pain is not like your fucking learning exercise like it just frustrates me that it's like He's minimizing that into like, well, at least I'm learning and I'm growing. It's like, yeah, well, she's like
1: crying on the terrace. Oh, he has reached self-actualization. Yeah, while Kaz is like at the bottom of the pyramid being crushed, being like, thanks for that. Yeah. cheers, love that. For I'm happy you had your moment. Yeah. I can't stand it. He's a child. He's a child. He, he shouldn't be on. Show. No, he, he be is. On show. And and the years. now, thankfully, we
0: have characters like Teddy. And Aaron mm-hmm. to a degree who has stepped up a little bit more than he had in earlier weeks to be the kind of guiders for Toby. Because in the early weeks, that was the problem. We had too many of these kind of really immature, assholey guys who were all encouraging assholey behavior. And then all of their good yeah. traits were kind of lost because they were just like, oh, no, that's grand. Oh, yeah, that's grand. That's fine. That's fine. Whereas now we have like Teddy, who's definitely a strong kind of voice in there. And the boys seem to really look up to him. Hugo's getting more think- vocal. Aaron's getting more vocal. And I think that is having a positive effect on how the men are acting with the women. Um, Teddy and Faye, who, by God, if he crosses her, I will throw like throw slaps. I adore this woman. I fully believe
1: you will, I, too. I, like, oh.
0: I really, I re- they, look, I say this every single night in this thing, but I really love Faye. And I really love the, these two as a couple, Teddy and Faye together. I fear Casa Amor so much which we'll discuss in a minute but they have the the kind of makeup chat after their wee tiff across the villa and Teddy comes out straight away he's like look I don't want to have an argument we just have to talk Faye is like well it seems that way to me which is like this is my relationship playing out on screen. my girlfriend being yeah, like- cool calm and collected telling me like that it's okay we're fine whatever and I'm just like screaming back at her out of just like I don't know what, just stupidity. Like pure stupidity. Turned a rage at life. <laughs> I'm like, no, I still want to be mad. I still want to be mad. Even though you want to be better, I still want to be mad. She's like, don't shout across the garden at me. Like I'm not a dog, blah, blah, blah. And Teddy's like, look, we could hear you speaking. And I wanted you and Toby to stop shouting at each other. The reason I did that is because I care about you and Teddy and then they kind of like oh and then she's like oh yeah no you do like me and oh yeah no I do like you and that was sweet and I think then she kind of softens and then it's just like pure Faye behavior when he's like come here and give me a kiss and she's like no you come here and it's like you're a (laughs) grown-ass woman Faye like
1: I just love her I love her fault and all She's very funny. Yeah, she is very funny. I had very mixed feelings about Faye when she was first in the villa. Yeah. And I think when she yeah. was finding her feet with the villa, with the other girls and with the guys, because obviously she had a little bit of a journey with, with coupling and recoupling and all the rest. Mm-hmm. Um, And I actually think I'm loving her so much more now that she seems to be in a more secure couple. And I think if I'm just taking him on on face, from face value and I hope to God he is a good egg, yeah. Um, then I think they're great together. And I think they balance each other out actually really nicely.
0: Yeah, I do too. Um,
1: I think he calls her on her shit really
0: well, but I think he also gives her space to have those moments because I think he realizes she needs
1: to have that. Yeah, and I think with him being a little bit older and with him being that little bit more, I would say, wise, I think he probably appreciates that she is that bit more secure in herself or she's a bit more outspoken um and I I mean I think that's a great quality yeah. I know Aaron does not but I do um and then I think as well that he kind of brings her down mm. when she when needs when she needs it yeah um so I, I think it's nice but I love Faye like I mean I Faye is that girl in the bathroom that's like here's some Fenty gloss bomb oh. you've t- roll on your shoe um break up with your boyfriend because he ain't shit I... like that is Faye she just and I appreciate it yeah and I, we we I need to mention him because Killian Woods was on our very first
0: episode and he is a person who has watched this show for a very long time, longer than most of us and most people who I've had on. (laughs) And he has a very good read on this show. He is a very he is sharp as a tack when it comes to this thing. And he is like convinced that Faye is this year's villain. He's like, it's coming. And he's like, Orly, you're going to be heartbroken. And when it happens, I'm going to tell you I told you so. And I'm like, every time he says stuff like this to me, I'm like, yeah, it's going to happen, isn't it? But I just don't see it in her you refuse to believe it. I just I just don't see it in her I just I feel like all of her bad behavior comes from a really good place I don't think there's any malice in her I don't think she cuts too deeply below the belt like that night when they're all getting ready for bed she can't fully say I'm sorry to Toby the best she can do is like hug him from behind until he kind of drops his wall and then she's fine to give the full apology because she's like a little bit
1: nervous. I just don't think there's any badness in her I have I have seen hints of badness in Faye, Like real I badness? Was, I mean, no, not real badness, <laughs> but I've definitely in the earlier episodes been like, oh Jesus, like this girl is a wagon. But I, I think a lot of, a lot of it is to do with her being in a more secure couple, having mm. a more secure place in the villa. I think when her place is jeopardized, she starts to panic and that yeah. comes out with her reactions with the other girls and with the lads and, and all that. So, I mean I wouldn't rule it out. I'm not going to rule it out. I really love say, but like I I more so appreciate that she's great TV. Yeah. So I'm not ruling out a villain narrative, but I would struggle to see what could possibly happen that would co- that would cause that yeah. to occur.
0: My fear is that no. um Moore is looming and we've had actually quite a few people this week who are first time viewers of the show um Asking us to like explain Casa Amor because we've been talking about it quite a bit in the last week because it's kind of it happens at the end of this week, usually early next week, usually. And it definitely feels like we're getting to a point where they're going to flood the villa with a lot of good looking people. So for anyone who hasn't (laughs) seen it before, for anyone who doesn't really know what Casa Amor is in like the simplest terms, it is a second villa. And one morning they all wake up and the girls or the boys will get a text to say boys you're moving into casa more you know you're grab your stuff you have to sneak out the girls can't see you or vice versa so one group will stay and one group will go and wherever they move into there will be like six brand new girls and then six brand new boys will move into the main villa or vice versa which whoever they send they usually send the boys away because the girls have so much shit so they leave them in the main villa we should get laura whitmore back
1: in the villa for that moment because she's earning enough the one the woman is robbing a wage all the way from her sofa, and you know what? Like, she—I'm she, not her biggest fan. Yeah. Um, like, she's dead, right? Like, gas. Yeah. Like, robbing a wage. Haven't seen her. Couldn't tell you where she Couldn't, is. No, absolutely. Couldn't
0: and like, everyone, uh, there's been a lot of talk about this year, and definitely COVID has played played a part in that. Like, with restrictions changing and need for quarantine, and she needs to be in London for after sun on Sundays, that kind of stuff. But definitely, we're missing that like grounding force. I don't know if Laura Whitmore has and it and look it's not just because of the position we're in now but I just don't know if she delivers that grounding force that Caroline Flack did Caroline Flack very much uh, we often questioned like oh is there a need for a host and I definitely think when Laura stepped in for winter series it was like fuck actually Caroline really had a hold on this thing and really felt like an authority when she walked in there and definitely felt intimidating when she walked and I just don't know if we have that from Laura it's but it's like it's it's hard when you're new and the show is so established and it's so synonymous with Caroline and it, it's hard, for sure. but I will imagine that we're getting Laura probably end of this week or early next week. We will have her back for Casa and Moore. We have to, especially for the recoupling after Casa and Moore. So essentially what happens
1: is- did, Sorry, just going back to the presenter. Did anyone check and see if Davina McCall was busy? Because she <laughs> would have been brilliant. Maya Jama's name was also
0: in the mix at the time and I would have oh. adored her. Oh. Yeah, I would have adored yeah, her. She, she would have been such a good fit. Um, but yes, here we are. And look, it's the only Irish representation we have. So we'll take it. Um, <laughs> essentially, what ends up happening is the people we know now, that well, let's call them the, the main islanders, they will have a couple of days. It's usually three or four days to mingle with the new islanders, the new bombshells who have arrived in for Casa more. And then there will be like one large recoupling. And what will happen is e- we'll go through each couple. So say Millie and Liam, they will get to decide whether they want to stick with the person that they were with before, i.e. Millie and Liam, or do they want to recouple with someone that they met in Casa Amor and if that happens you have that really dramatic walk back where someone is coming back in potentially with another person or on their own and they're seeing the results of what decisions have been made it's very tense it is very drawn out but there's often like a great Dermot Kennedy song some tears a lovely reunion like it's a lot of really good emotional shit in like one episode it's gorgeous it's gorgeous
1: my life standing up on the stool. Oh, yeah. It's be- yeah, it yeah. is that moment. It is that moment of like <gasps> here it is. I'm, like I'm vibrating just listening <laughs> to you. I'm like I'm, I don't even I haven't even seen the Casa More bombshells and I'm already like I'm ready. They're usually I'm I'm ready. I mean look
0: they're all gorgeous. They all have lovely bottoms, but usually Casa yeah. More there's a few really good bottoms going in there. But this Casa Elmore is where but- I fear for for Teddy and people like that. With someone like Faye, who's not so willing to just admit that she likes him. If Teddy meets someone in Casa Moore who is more willing to say, "Yeah, I'm interested in you," will that be? And we've had this in seasons past with the Georgia Josh recoupling and Jack and Danny's year, where Josh met Kaz in Casa Moore, and there was just more of a a deeper intent from both of them to be like, "Yeah, I'm into you. You're into me. This feels more solid and more definite than what I've left." And I fear that yeah. if Teddy meets a woman who is more like, yeah, no, I really do like you. I'd like to see where this goes, blah, blah, blah. Will he be like, well, Faye is not giving me that assurance. And that's where I feel like he could
1: break my heart and break hers. That's my bit. Yeah, I think Kassel Moore is is a fear for a lot of people watching because there's off the top of my head two fan favorites that it doesn't really seem... 100 percent solid so teddy and Faye, like you said even yeah. though i i mean i'm picking him completely off face on face value and and i actually don't think he's the type of lad that maybe needs all that validation i think he's comfortable with the emotion that the Faye gives him i don't know maybe not but when he's in the i'm gonna say diary room the, the little, beach house yeah, yeah yeah but there we go, go jesus christ good <laughs> god girl um when he's in the beach hut and he's like you know like it's it's a slow burner but it feels right and again like you said that could obviously do a 180 and completely change um but i think what? Uh, i can't sick of... no sick of the, sick of the... That brangelina name by the way whoever came up with that stinking get them awesome. out of the villain unless it was kaz then that's all right <laughs> but like stinking um obviously i think they're most in don jore
0: yeah yeah, he's prime he's prime for a recoupling, I feel. But he's got oh, awesome. sure. to be sure. He's got to be sure. Cuz if he picks the wrong girl and he brings someone back who's not a real deal, he's gone. Like the only way he can survive that is if yeah. he if he proves that it's like worth the jump. And I just don't know if after 4 weeks of that commitment, I we've never seen that before. I I can't think of a couple who've who've been together from day dot who have Split for Casa and more, and come back. If I'm forgetting anyone, please slide into our DMs, um, on Instagram because I can't think of anyone. But I, there might be one. Um, it's the next morning, and this fucking coffee routine is taking up way too much time in my episodes. I just don't need, don't need the coffee runs. Like I just don't need it. Um, fuck it. I'm actually gonna breathe right past that because I just don't care. Um, Toby is talking to. <laughs> the boys, and he's like, yeah, I'll speak to Kaz, like, if I get the chance, like, if I get the chance, I'll speak to her, Um, Danny is telling the lads that, like, you know, it's so much easier to chat to Lucinda now that they're, like, you know, not flirting with each other, and I'm like, yeah, look, it's all a safe zone now, you know, this is all good for everyone, and he's talking about AJ, she's easier, she's cheeky, and he's, like, dying to get into another love triangle with you. I can't, I
1: with Danny, I just... I I know, I know, I know. He reminds me of Sid from Toy Story. (laughs) Like, (laughs) I could knock it on this podcast without saying that. Let the record show Danny from Love Island looks like Sid from Toy Story, the kid that dismantles his his toys. With that creepy like spider thing with the doll head, was that Sid? He
0: probably probably has a tattoo of that on his back that we haven't seen yet. Along with some questionable numbers. Um, Yeah, yeah, Danny, Danny is very troubling and...
1: You from him. I
0: mean, and like AJ is not a character that we've we've had enough time with to like really like and want to like protect. Like she seems nice, but we don't know her enough. So we they've are. just become this kind of really irrelevant. Irrelevant is strong, but really like unentertaining. Like I'm not invested in that couple at all, like at all.
1: No one. And the thing is, is if they couple up or whatever is going to happen with the um, elimination tomorrow night, AJ isn't likable enough to save Danny to want to keep them together in the villa for the view. She's just not. I like her. I think she's really confident. I think she's really cool. I think um, she's maybe a bit full on, but I think she genuinely did like Hugo um, and they've been compatible. So I I don't have an issue with AJ at all. I think she is quite a girl's girl. But um, I I need Danny out like yesterday. Yeah. I mean, this was definitely a
0: very deliberate, a deliberate set up here with the votes by ITV to get rid of him. Like he released a statement earlier in the week for anyone who didn't see it. He released a statement responding to the fact that he had used the N word on social media. He hasn't responded to any of the other accusations or other commentary online. So ITV are obviously very aware of it. It's very unusual for them to allow Islanders to make statements like that from inside the villa. So, like, this is very clearly a setup to just try and get him out as easy and as quickly as we can without causing too much of a stir.
1: Let's move on. Isn't it lazy? I mean, yeah. Isn't it a bit lazy? Isn't it a bit like, oh, I'll I'll let you make the decision? It's like, come on. And it's just like, you have a team of researchers. You are like a huge production
0: company. And and fans oh, could dig that bad. up before you know hours after he was announced. Fans could dig up all this stuff. It's just
1: yeah, it's lazy. It's 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 bad form. It's I just don't think there's a need for it in this day and age of the show. Yeah, yeah. It's like when they fail to deliver on so many
0: like diversity promises this year, like with so many different groups who wanted representation, and then just have mm-hmm. this. It's like okay, so not only did you not deliver on promises, you've also just like. Taking us back to, like, season one, two vibes when we got away with this kind of shit. It's, like,
1: it's a little bit tough to watch. And it, in those seasons, you could ride, so you had a bit of entertainment. Like, do you know what I mean? Now you've just got a potential racist with a Fruit of the Loom t-shirt store. And a wobbling duvet. Like, Look, we we had chat of riding tonight, which I appreciated.
0: I just, I need, like, I need some definitive, like, Geordie Shore, zoom in on the foot type a crumb of a ride please just the the aroma the whiff of a of a a, a thrust you know what I mean yeah Yeah. I just need I need it so badly I just need to know that they're getting their bit Jake and Liberty are discussing what they may and may not have done what holes they may not have explored Jake is saying that both teams were ready to go the whistle was blown before the lights went down sprinklers erupted like yikes um Lib is saying that it's one all, which Chloe explains in the beat shot that that means both parties were doing bits and both parties were left with a happy ending. And Liberty goes on to... Actually, no, we'll get there. That's not this conversation. But she does go on to admit that, like... I think she admits
1: that she gave him a blowjob. Is that what she admitted? Okay, so this is really bad, but I zoned out. (laughs) It was one, two, three. I couldn't. I was like... I already, I actually wasn't even sure by the time they were talking to the girls, or the girls were talking amongst themselves, I wasn't even sure if they were still talking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, girl, I've already suffered through the Euros enough. I only watched it to watch the Brits lose. Like, I'm not, please, come back to me in another four years when the World Cup's on Uh, or something. Because uh, there was numbers, there was letters, there was acronyms. Uh, Like, maybe this is hitting the
0: the right chord with English fans who are like, oh yeah, that's, soccer woo I just for us we're like right. let's just you know what I mean just um, tell us what yeah. went where you know like that's
1: just pull a spade a spade just say his 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 road or used it or whatever now I'm judging by the girls reactions that like something juicy did yeah. happen so what 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 they said was that mvq which is the old a-levels apparently mvq is a cheeky
0: finger mv2 is oral and then they kind of started changing the numbers a little bit but lib then said that she's at MVQ one, which based on the first set of numbers would be a cheeky finger. And Jake is at MVQ two. Now, does that mean he gave or got? That's my confusion. I need
1: clarification. Oh, he 100% got. Do you think he's a giver? No. Are you going to look no. me dead in the eye and tell me he's a giver? No, he, really? he goes down there and he's like, where is she? Who is she? I don't Where's know. She? I don't know. Yeah, that was on my, That was also on my podcast bingo card was who is she? <laughs> um... Yeah, definitely not. And do you know what's awful? Also part of the reason I zoned out was I should be excited because I love Liberty, but I can't be excited because she deserves better. She's like your bestie and you hate her boyfriend and you just wish she'd break up with him because Mm. she deserves better. So I honestly don't know what happened under the debate, nor do I want to know because he didn't deserve it. (laughs) Whatever it was, it it wasn't earned. Yes, it was not earned.
0: Um, we did learn that yeah, Teddy t- has a massive rod, which is, uh, to be honest, unsurprising.
1: He carries himself like a guy with a with a big dick. I I would I would totally believe. Yeah. that he is carrying some weight. Like there's a reason around.
0: he looks like he just <laughs> your
1: face. just... It was, no, it was just, it was what did Faye say? Like some sewage analogy? He would like lifting, clear out sewers with that rod. With, I don't <laughs> think I would ever refer. To my own <laughs> as Surge but it's poetic somewhere. There's there's a leaving cert English teacher somewhere doing a deep dive of that of that sentence. Oh my god. Hopefully not for students, but like there's definitely yeah, okay, sure. Uh, it's poetic.
0: Like she definitely came away from that being like, I don't think that's what I meant to say. <laughs> meant to no. say. But yeah, that's know. that's what we learned. Um sure. We got. Fair. I mean, look, congrats. Like he has such a happy face, and now it kind like I mean, it kind of makes sense. Um, I'm happy as well. (laughs) They're all having the crack downstairs anyway. They're all relaxing. There's a bit of chat about geography, which we won't get into because I'm sure best bits will cover it. Faye gets a text, and she's like, so calm and like, I don't really care about it, which is like so Faye filing her nails, like chill, pretending to be chill, which is really quite frustrated. She's like, Teddy and Faye, you're going on a date. And Teddy's wee smile. It was just so cute. And I love when all the girls just run and like help her get ready. And like, look, like someone said this on the podcast. I think it was Fanula said at week one. Feminism has to take a pause when you watch Love Island. And I love seeing all the girls frolic off upstairs to make her pretty for her date. I just love it. Yeah. It's such a nice little bonding experience for the guys. Picking the
1: outfits yeah. and like, because isn't it, it's, it's real life. It's like when you get ready to go out with your girlfriends and you're like in your room blasting the tunes. <laughs> yeah. Like it, it is. It's it's girl power at its best. Yeah. It really- She's literally just I like holding
0: it. up her arms and Kaz is like spraying her pits with deodorant. Like. Love it. Just,
1: and she looked stunning on her date. Didn't she look like, so
0: cute? So cute. So, so date cute. appropriate
1: and- as well for like a wee bike ride and a picnic. Yeah. I loved it. It was Emily.
0: She oh yeah. No, it was very good. Because some of the girls get too like, glammed up, don't they? For the like, like heels on a picnic date is like oh yeah grand. Whereas Faye just she got that dress yeah, casual. She nailed it. I loved that. She nailed it. Um, tour de mm-hmm. Faye, they struggle too much with those bikes. We're gonna brush past this because we're actually there's a bit more to cover and this is kind of irrelevant. Um, they get to their picnic and they're having a chat and Teddy is talking about like you know whatever happens when we go home, which I thought was cute. Don't tell anyone how I cycle. And like, they're having a bit of cute little banter. And he's like, cheers to our second date. And he's asking her like, did you think we get here? And, you know, Faye's kind of dodging the question. She's like, oh, look, how are you feeling about things in the villa? Um, how do you think we're doing or whatever? And Teddy's like, look, we're getting on like a house on fire. Everyone in the villa makes me feel comfortable. Like, I think it's going well. And Faye's just like prancing around, like trying to say something nice without saying something too nice. And eventually she's like, I think you just get me and we just have a laugh and you can just laugh at me or shout at me and like, we're all right. And
1: I think she, like she genuinely just looked really happy. It was a great date. And it's, it's, it's funny because I don't feel like we've seen that much of them. Really? Like we've seen quite a bit of them individually. Yeah. And the dynamics with the other girls and with the other guys. But I actually don't, I feel like we've seen more of um, Millie and Liam. So, I think they probably stick out as a really strong couple, but actually, when you when we saw that date and and the little snippets of Faye talking about Teddy privately and Teddy talking about Faye privately, it's it's actually really lovely, yeah. and it was nice to see them talk about each other together. Yeah, it was lovely. Yeah, he's super cute. Date. I think he really enjoys her shite talk. Like,
0: I think he really enjoys her being like, "Oh, you're a dickhead," but like, "You're I you're okay." Like, I think he likes yeah. her being just like a pain. Like
1: yeah Which is just,
0: yeah it's super playful it's sweet and they're like Faye opens up she's like look I'm crap at talking about my feelings but like I need to trust a person before I get there but I do think I'm nearly trusting you like it's going well blah 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 and Teddy's like look you're just a stunning girl I'm looking forward to get to know you and then he does say he's like you're a pain in my arse but like a good pain in my arse and then I saw way too much of like Faye's tongue sliding into Teddy's mouth but I'm okay with it because it's all in the name of love Gracie Yeah, it's allowed. If it's Faye it's allowed. It's okay. It's okay. I just adore her. Um, Meanwhile, back in the villa, Toby is trying to talk to Kaz again. Like... (laughs) Time lucky, (laughs) maybe. Like a mouse who's aware that the cheese is a trap. He's like, do I try? And it's like, you got to just fucking ask her for this chat. She's
1: like, no, can we talk later? Like, I just really just want to chill here. (laughs) Nail file, nail file moment. She said, Faye, can I have your nail file? Can I have your sass? I have a statement to and make. Give me a minute. Like, she looked him dead in the eye. And my favorite bit was he kind of like stayed there for like half a second, like just looking at her. And it was like when you look at your mom at nine o'clock at night on a Sunday yeah. and tell her that you need ingredients for home ec the next morning. Yeah. Like, he was just like, um, he hadn't, he hadn't, no. Like, calculated that yeah. he was he didn't anticipate that so then when she said no again he was like yeah oh shit! Aaron had helped him plot out every eventuality <laughs> but he hadn't
0: thought of what if she just <laughs> says no again like she couldn't possibly yeah. say no again but she did like she did and I was just like you know what if you're not fucking ready to have that conversation then you don't have to have that conversation you just don't have to have yeah. it yeah <laughs> Um, the guys are back from their date and everyone's chilling. And then Jake gets a text about a 70s party. And they obviously just got like, I don't know, in the style, got a fresh drop of like swirly, colorful bits and decided to send them in some things. They're like, yeah, let's just have a 70s party. Perfect.
1: It was pretty little things season from about five years ago that they had kicking about in a warehouse. Like, Like, let's be real. Are themed parties like a regular thing there? Yeah, they do. Yeah, they do like
0: random. Not like obviously every night, but they'll do one or two a season or whatever. And usually there's a, yeah. there's like a musical guest that goes in every year. So we've had like Craig David, we've had Sean Paul, we've had like Ministry what? of Sound. Yeah, they go in and do like a little concert or whatever. And like my money oh, is on Joel Corey for this season. That's who I think is going to go in. Joel Corey and maybe Ray or someone to go in with him to do a little performance. Nice. And that's usually like a really fun night. Because the Islanders are like, oh my God, like we're, there's 12 of us here. And it's just like Sean Paul like singing to us. So, so good Jake whoever it is I already know Jake will die oh. Jake will just
1: Jake will himself. just be like this for the whole oh, episode Fistful. yeah just like driving the air mm-hmm, absolutely thinking he's at Ashwaya or Beach. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Toby tries again <laughs> he joins <laughs> Kaz for a chat and in fairness even though he has the look of a dog who's been kicked in his eye he gets it out <laughs> doesn't he he gets it out <laughs> It's
1: very stations of the cross realness. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, <laughs> Toby falls for a second time. <laughs> like, I shouldn't be laughing at that so much. It's not even that funny, but like, he really is like <laughs> Babylon or fucking Calvary, whatever, yeah. he, wherever he was, uh, wherever he was at the time. God and loves the chair. <laughs> <laughs> it's very, yeah. I think
0: this time he but was he gets- more able. I thought he handled it better. He's like, "I want to say I'm sorry. I never wanted to hurt you," yeah. and then he kind of stumbles. He's like, "It was a mistake. I didn't give you that apology before. I made mistakes. I'm shit at articulating it." <laughs> and like, Kaz is like, "Oh yeah, okay. He means it, but I just need to clarify. Like, do you realize why exactly I felt disrespected?" And he's like, "Yeah, it was about the kiss." it's not right, you're hurting because of me. That must have hurt, I understand your point. And she's like, thank you for recognizing that, but I need you to recognize that you lied to me and that is the part. And then he did. Now, I do- again, I don't know if he fully, th- I don't think he believes that's a lie. I think he believes that's like withholding the th- the truth, which is different to him. I think he's one of those people. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, for sure. yeah, Yeah. I would say so. But I think Kaz was like, look, he's made- he's made 95% of an effort here that has been genuine. I'll just, it's good enough for her. her. And I'm like, you know what guys, it's pick your battles. And I just don't think you were going to get any more. He was just going to continue stumbling around his apology if she kept him there. You know what I mean? Like he was never going to get there.
1: Yeah, exactly. I think she was super mature about it. And I think that's that's more than maybe she even anticipated really getting from him in the first place. So we got there, thankfully. Another
0: mature conversation that we had tonight, which I actually thought was, Probably one of the best letdowns I've ever seen. Hugo and AJ are having a chat. And Hugo is like, look, I wanted to talk to you. At the beginning, I just couldn't put my finger on, you know, what was maybe missing. But I'm just not feeling it with you. I think we're better off as friends. And I really see something between you and Danny. And like, look, other people I would say that's a distraction technique, but I do think Hugo wants love for everyone. Like he has grown on me a lot in the last two weeks. Um And I think his argument of like, it's wrong of me to keep going and trying to find something with you when potentially there is something right there for you with this guy.
1: Oh, I'd say he was kind of half delighted and relieved that that Danny just hopped straight on. I mean, the pillow wasn't even cold. Creases hadn't even come out of the pillow and Danny was on to the next one. Um, But I actually think that Hugo was kind of nearly relieved because it was like, not that he wanted to let her down in, in any type of way, but it gave him more of a vehicle to say, look, yeah, why don't we stop this sooner rather than later? Um, um but I think AJ seemed quite got it. Yeah. I don't doubt that she doesn't fancy Danny. I you know, she's not gonna be mourning Hugo by any means. It's not like she's no one else that's not interested in her in the villa. But I actually thought when she was having the conversation you could kind of see, you know, yeah. Ralph Wiggum little heart was breaking there a little bit like i feel like she appreciated him coming to her so early on and saying like this is why you're a great girl we both deserve to be happy it's probably not going to be with each other um and it was a really good way of doing it it was a much better way of doing it than danny comparing lucinda to a car car. yeah um and that was kind of more tactical than anything whereas with hugo that actually came from the heart I was actually wondering how long that was going to take for them to have that conversation yeah. now that was showing an interest. I was like, is this going to go on for a couple of days? Is it going to happen mm. straight away where one of them says like, look, I'm interested in Danny. And he goes like, that's cool. So I actually think that it, it came at a really good time. Yeah,
0: I think he maybe sat, um, sat on it for maybe a day too long. I think. But, I, uh, but also, I'm like, you just don't know what we're not seeing. There could have been actually some more substantial conversations that kept him there a little bit longer than maybe we thought was necessary. Yeah. But, you I, know, I, 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 I fully agree. Sweet. I think I do think AJ was shocked. I do think she was a little bit embarrassed and a little bit awkward because she had just been like telling him how cute he looked. And then he's like, yeah, look, yeah. we're just mates. I do think there's a little bit of yeah. like pride being hurt. Yeah.
1: And I think that she she did genuinely like. Him, yeah, I do believe that. I, I don't think there was anything, you know, there, I don't think there was a gameplay there, really. I think that she did genuinely like him. Yeah. So when I saw that, I was like, oh. I know, yeah. Because yeah. I think AJ yeah, has I- just
0: been the victim of timing here. I think she's come in at a time where totally. boys have not been single, boys have been trying with yeah. other girls, and she just didn't land yeah. at a good time for her. And I think she's going to be yeah. one of these. And look, herself and Danny had a conversation. They kissed. I'm not going to go into it because I feel like it's going to be irrelevant from tomorrow night uh, because yeah. of the vote. So I just want, because I do think it's pretty clear where this is going but Faye gets a text to gather by the fire pit the mood is like sliced in half and they head to the fire pit and Hugo gets the text that about the votes that have been cast uh for the favorite boy and girl and those are the few votes are at risk of being dumped this is where I thought we'd get caught and I would have been like fucking ITV but thankfully they gave us that good crumb which is what we needed to last until tomorrow
1: we would have been cut before the the
0: names yeah because watching the time i was like it's 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 59 (laughs) it's 59 like they're going they're not going to have enough time but they pushed it to the five pass so i was like okay good we're getting this like bottom three it gives us something to salivate over for the next 24 hours teddy gets the text about the three lowest girls and we are in the bottom three with lucinda hardly surprising chloe like someone do you think like i'm a little like, bit surprised because i feel like she's I, done a little
1: bit of redeeming no no i absolutely would have called the the bottom three girls for sure yeah and i don't like them so i'm not sad about it and i'm not surprised yeah either. i
0: mean i she clearly was <laughs> her face was pretty oh. stunning uh, yeah. and aj which was absolutely not surprising kaz got the text no. with the three lowest boys teddy was there which i was quite surprised about i Me too I I thought Jake Might have ended up there I just I was And I was like Wouldn't that be Fucking brilliant Because it would Loosen up that That couple a little bit In time for Casa and more But we're not there So Teddy Danny Unsurprising Toby Unsurprising Bottom three One boy And one girl Are going home Which is a relief Because I feared That Teddy might have Been in trouble there Because Toby is in Like a more Long-standing relationship And I feel like That's the way The vote would have went so the decision of who to save is up to the islanders. I don't know why they pretend to be so shocked. If you've watched the show before, Gracie, you have not, and I would imagine you even figured that out that that would be how it went. Yep. I don't know why they pretend. Um, it's I mean, it seems pretty clear cut here that that Danny and AJ are going right. Like,
1: that's what I called that the night be last night, the night for last yeah last night. I I I called Danny and AJ just because. Well, Danny, for obvious reasons. I mean, yeah. <laughs> not that shocking. Um, AJ and Hugo didn't gel enough as a couple. Yeah. So she's not really. And she's newer in. And like you said, I think she is a victim of of poor timing. Yeah. Um, and now even more so, there's more ammunition or it, it seems more of a clear decision to have them two leave because they're kind of into each other. So yeah. like, why would you keep one and not the other? AJ isn't likable enough to keep the two of them around. Yeah. Uh, So I can see them going for sure. And yeah, and like like you said as well, like you leave other people in the villa
0: exposed and uncoupled if you don't pick them. Like if you pick... Lucinda to go then Teddy. Aaron is without someone if you pick Chloe to go then you have to get rid of Toby because they should go together and then vice versa if you pick yeah. Teddy fails let- so it, it makes sense that Danny and AJ get sent home like it just makes sense yeah we have got yeah. three New Islanders coming in two girls two boys I just checked my inbox and we have the press pack we're going to cover it really quickly oh, really? yeah so we've got the the first yeah. look at them it is loading very slowly we are recording this as I open this email Uh, we've got two girls so we've got two boys Heavily tattooed female is called Abigail Rawlings. She is 27. Thank fuck she is near the latter part of the 20th. She's from Beaconsfield, yeah. but she lives in Bournemouth, which is specified. And she's a tattoo artist. So that fits. Oh, that fits. Wow. Let's see who she's liking. She really likes Toby. And she goes, I'm going to steal him from Chloe at the first chance that I have. Oh, we? good luck. What a bold answer. Um, uh, yeah. And she says, I like Teddy and I like Aaron as well. Um, okay. Fair okay. Enough. Aaron might be into her. I don't Aaron know. might be into her. She's. I'm just like shocked that she's like I'm going to steal Eat. him. We never get that kind of like outward like yeah no she's fucked I'm taking him. On to the next it's one. A bold move. It is a bold move. I kind of appreciate. It. Oh, we've a Georgia. No. This season has been missing a Georgia. To be fair, uh, Georgia Townend. I presume that's a misspelling. She's 28. She's from Essex. She is a marketing executive um who she got her eye on who has she got her eye on where is this in the press pack it's not here we don't know who she has her eye on she's keeping it to her what does she look like she's blonde sorry i forgot that you can't see this she is blonde no tattoos um she looks a little bit older like she looks 28 she doesn't look like lucinda young maybe for hugo
1: is she cosmetically enhanced doesn't appear to be i don't want to make any judgments I feel like I'm playing Guess Who. Yeah, here. she doesn't appear <laughs> to me.
0: Oh, it says who have you got Mace your eye Hugo. on here? Hugo is my absolute number one, and I can't wait to get to know him. Also, I love Teddy's charm and yes. charisma. I also like Aaron. So Hugo, I say the hello from Teddy, but you can. You're more than welcome to Hugo. Hugo. And then we have. No, she look. No, she's, she's, she looks good, and she looks very. I'm just sorry. I'm <laughs> talking over here because I'm trying to read this stuff as well. She's definitely like a nice Camilla type character, if that makes sense. Yeah. Finally, we have Tyler crook shank don't know 26 from croydon he is an estate agent as is faye um who has he got his uh, eye on oh shoot every everyone is laid out differently oh who have your eye on kaz she just looked like she has so much energy about her you kind of need it if you're surrounded by people all the time uh if you were feeling down kaz would be the person that would uplift you Faye is fiery-ish sort of character. She sticks up for her friends and for herself. And I don't think there'll be a dull moment. So what does this guy look like? He Do we approve for our Kaz? He is handsome. He's a handsome boy. He's got a sleeve on one arm. Uh, he's bearded. But not too bearded. Like just like a stubbly bearded.
1: Uh, very yeah. good teeth. Oh, stunning. Yeah. Okay, well if he's Kaz, I really hope Kaz is into yeah. him. Because... We need it. I appreciate 30, a good so set of Nashers
0: it. as well. So I think. Yeah. Same. Support. Um, I'm glad that came in just before we finished recording. Cause we can have a little chat about that. So yeah. Three new people. That's a lot of new people.
1: That's so exciting. And that's before Casa Amor again. So like. This- they just think. Seem- Do they normally throw this many people in like. Yeah. But I thought. I didn't think they. would I feel like. I just
0: think Casa Amor now. Will it come this week? Cause that's a lot of new people to come in. Of a Wednesday night. To have dates on Friday. I think Casa Moore is probably going to be next week. I just don't imagine they're going to throw another like 12 people at us on Friday. We might get the teas Of a
1: Wednesday. On like, a Wednesday. A Come on. Let's <laughs> we'll get kids to
0: bed. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't, but somebody does. Um, someone does. Someone has to put kids somewhere to bed. We can't have bombshells coming yeah. at us out our hoop. No, I no. think we might get the teas for Casa Moore on Friday, but I just don't know with three. Look, I also said Shannon was going to win. What the fuck <laughs> do I know? What
1: the fuck do I know? We're not asking you for betting tips. No,
0: <laughs> Gracie O'Connell, an absolute joy. I really appreciate you joining us. I'm so excited to hear a first-time viewer of the show their take on things as a fresh set of eyes. It was lovely.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, thank you so much. It was so great being on, and I can say I've I've gotten so into podcasts over lockdown. I was not a podcast person before, um, and I've gone back and listened to so many of of my Pod on Paper just because it's such a treat Aww. to listen to. So thank you so you much. You are to too sweet. <laughs> great source of entertainment well, for me thank you thanks god it's thanks i'm
0: blushing okay till tomorrow bye <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much to my guest gracie o'connell for being here to chat to me tonight an absolute joy thank you to you guys you're all so fabulous and to our sponsors just eat you know you're gorgeous make sure you download the just eat app and get your order in for the next episode to see danny and potentially aj make their way out of the villa but my lads will miss you keep an eye on our instagram page for a chance to win just eat gift cards coming at you hard and fast over at mypod on paper you can also find us on all of your favorite podcast apps so you can listen to us whenever and wherever you like we will be back tomorrow to debrief after what will be a very very enjoyable dumping. talk to you then